Hello everyone, Russ from Three Men One Fall here, bringing you into this week's episode on cyberbullying. A bit of a different one this week, not a very long intro at all. We just want to get straight to the topic really, it's super important what we're talking about this week. As you may know, on Saturday the 10th of October 2020, it was World Mental Health Day. And mental health awareness is so important. And to be honest with you, it's more important than anything that we would have to say that's been happening with wrestling uh, over the past week. So to be honest with you, we wouldn't have this any other way to be able to put this episode out there. When it comes to mental health, one in four people every single year suffer from some form of mental health. Anything to do with your mental health and mental well-being It's one in four people. It's really, really not uncommon. There are so many people out there that suffer from it. Having an understanding built up, having some awareness and being able to acknowledge that this exists is the biggest step in terms of making it okay not to be okay. And although it's still not where it needs to be, and let's be honest, just an awareness day or an awareness month is really never going to be enough. So, you know, it. this is one of those things where we should always bear it in mind. We should always be thinking about it. Always be respectful. Always trying to be kind to people. And ultimately, let's just remember that behind smiles, there's always something going on. So never just assume and always treat people how you'd want to be treated yourself. But for this week, cyberbullying, let's get into it on Three Men, One Fall. Thanks for sticking with us, everybody, and we're going to get right into it today. So, episode of cyber bullying. Uh, so, it's a cyber bullying awareness, pretty much, is is what this episode is. We all just feel that this needs to be addressed. I know that some time has passed since um, probably the last big story broke with, um, you know, really unfortunate story with Hannah Kimura. Um, but, you know, as we said uh, before, we're in a position now, we are fans, but we are hosting a podcast and it can be very easy when you're in this field to you know promote almost and spread negative uh, or negativity and and hate speech and everything else and it's it's terrible and there's there's just too much of it out there um, but today we, we want to talk about some of these instances and hopefully raise some some further awareness on something that is, is really really important yeah absolutely and I think um I think we've all suffered some sort of mental health issues um, sort of in the past to some extent. So we sort of know what it's like in a way. Everybody's been bullied and in the current age, I think it's pretty safe to assume that pretty much almost everybody has been a victim of cyberbullying at some stage and of some form or another. 
Yeah, and I mean, this is a problem as well, really, because like back in, well, back in when we was at school, you know, there weren't any such thing as social media. Uh, So when you was like, the only time you'd really get bullied is if you was at school and stuff. But the problem now, obviously, with social media and everything, it's 24-7. And that, you know, it's, it's made it a hell of a lot worse. And that's obviously mm. one of the darker sides of it, of social media, is the fact that no matter where you are, you can be in your in your bed and you could still be getting bullied, you know. So it's one of them things that I don't think you're, you're never going to stop it, which is unfortunate, but I think things need to be put in place as much as you can do to try and sort of filter that, that sort of comments and that, that sort of negativity out of... Mm. out of the social media platforms. I know, again, it's hard because I think it all runs on algorithms and stuff, but it's something needs to be put in place because there's 100% there's not enough um, there's not enough support and not, not enough awareness out there for mental illness and, and that sort of thing. So it's, it's definitely something yeah. that needs to be addressed. It's got better, and it definitely has got better over the years, but it's still got a long way to go. Yeah. And... You know, back to the point with, you know, everybody is, is pretty much all, you know, being a victim of this at some point or another. Um, Ash, in terms of the, the wrestling world, when fans and the IWC, which is which has been a, a term that's been coined now for, for years, and the IWC, obviously the internet wrestling community, gets a lot of negative connotations as it is, uh, because it seems to be dubbed that kind of negative um, group of, of wrestling fans that some of the wrestlers themselves would say are a minority. How do the IWC play into the cyberbullying aspect? And, and do you think that there's a lot um, that comes from particularly wrestling fans themselves? Well, the big problem with being a wrestling fan is you always think you know better. Yeah. And the, well, the term smart, it's a bit negative as well, I feel. It's a derogatory term for sure, yeah. Yeah. But in a way, being a wrestling fan has never never been easy since we've been there. Even with the attitude era, it was always, oh, oh you know, it's fake. And it's sort of, that we uh, assume it's all been real for all our lives. Yeah. Which is it's just, it's strange, isn't it, guys? Because like, we, we will have all been in the same boat. And I think uh, people listening to this as well, fellow fans out there, I think we've all been this person where... You've been ridiculed for liking wrestling. Uh, yeah, well, that's literally what I was just going to say, if I can jump in. I yeah. mean, it's ironic the fact that, obviously, sometimes in school, I mean, I was bullied for being a wrestling fan. I mean, that's the irony of it. That, I mean, yeah. that it's you know, it's that sort of thing. Oh, you like wrestling, you know, you're fucking nerdy, you know. Oh, you know, it's all fucking fake and this, that and the other and bullshit like that. But, you know, it's, it's just... Yeah. You like what you like, don't you? You, you know, you shouldn't be bullied yeah. for what you like. Because the Matrix is real, isn't it? Well, this is it. I mean... <laughs> isn't it? Well, this is the thing. I mean, if it's not, Game then, of... you know... <laughs> well, do you know Game of Thrones was documentary? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's a no good point, No one complains about that, do they? No, of course not. But that's... The, the thing is, is because I don't think people are, are able to... People that don't appreciate wrestling or, or like wrestling can't seem to be able to look at it as, as sports entertainment for what it is. And I think a part of that is because wrestling's supposed to be portrayed as being as realistic as, as possible to a certain sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and by that, I mean, you're supposed to be 
buying into the fact that these are two guys or, or multiple guys or, and gals that are in a competitive competition with each other. And I think that's what people can't seem to be able to... Because, you know, wrestling has evolved from being essentially a circus act to what it is now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to, it's going to keep those kind of... Uh, it's going to keep a lot of those same traits. And I think that's that's ultimately what divides it from, say, films... And then other people trying to liken it to MMA, which, of course, again, isn't really the best kind of um, comparison because MMA is a competitive sport. Yeah. The thing that annoys me, though, when people say about, oh, you know, wrestling is fake, wrestling is this, that and the other. I mean, but that's, you know, these are these are people that probably don't watch it or have never watched it and looking from the outside. But to be honest with you, if you, if you get a chop across the chest from a big burly man... You know, there's nothing fake about that. <laughs> no, well, you can. There's some. nothing. There's fakes are really. It's it's a strange term to use. Yeah. Because, you know, the the term um, real life is faker than wrestling. You know, and and to be honest, there's a lot of truth to that. But my my point, I think, here is that with so what, what you're saying, sorry, is that people will jump on you for liking wrestling because they don't necessarily watch it and understand it. Yeah. Um. But the, the fact of the matter is, it doesn't just happen with wrestling. So we can't just pretend that it only happens with wrestling. Oh, no, it could be anything. It, happens with, it could be anything, No, yeah. it happens with so much. But that's that's one of the problems there, is how far do you take it? How far do you take it before it becomes a point of, um, you're, you know, you're just targeting somebody and just making them feel rubbish for what they like. Yeah. And where I find that this gets interesting, especially where this ties in with the IWC, is that pretty much everybody... Not saying absolutely everybody, but pretty much I would say, I'm confident in saying the majority of people who are wrestling fans have been bullied for liking wrestling. But then, if being a part of the IWC, or at least just going online, and then you're then potentially saying negative things on wrestlers' news feeds or timelines... You know, yeah. you can go out there and say, well, I don't like you, and this is, you know... and But you're really personal with it. Yeah, yeah. What that I mean, because that doesn't make sense to me. You, if you're being bullied for liking wrestling, you're protecting wrestling because you're sticking up for it and you're sticking up for the fact that you like it. But then those very same fans yeah. will be some of the first people to go on people's timelines, the wrestlers' timelines, and shit on that, and just hurl abuse. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I think that's you know that's the main problem. And I don't understand what it is or why people feel the need to say the things they do. Because I mean, I don't. Especially if they've been bullied themselves, they would understand, you know, how it would make someone else feel. But then, again, I'm not saying everyone does it, but, you know, it's, it is probably a minority out of, like, all of the wrestling community that, you know, troll and hurl abuse and shit at wrestlers and make them feel bad. But I, that, those people are probably ones that have been bullied themselves. So it's, it, I honestly don't understand it. I really don't. The problem with it, though, is that you're saying there it's the minority, and I, and I wouldn't disagree with that, but the problem is, even if that's the minority of wrestling fans, I mean, I think it's how far it can you still be the it, majority though. of what you see online. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. Yeah. And yeah. you'll see then with some of these examples here, I think we should probably speak about Hannah Kimura first. Yeah. Yeah. And what happened with that situation. So, for those who don't know, Hannah Kimura... Uh, I mean, you probably, there's a very good chance you do know, but Hannah Kimura uh, was a professional wrestler within Japan. Uh, she was an up-and-coming star at 22 years old. 
So, I mean, let that sink in for a moment. Yeah, that makes it Cyber worse. Cyberbullying. Well, I mean, it's bad, it's bad anyway. Yeah. But the fact is, Hannah Kimura took her own life due to not being able to take it anymore from, from the online abuse and, and bullying that she was receiving. And she took her own life at 22 years old. Forget about a promising wrestling career. Forget about a promising career in anything. That's 22 years that she'd been on this earth before she felt the need to take her own life because she just couldn't take it anymore. That's terrible. Yeah. It is. Yeah, I mean, and, and that speaks volumes as well of, you know, just how bad it has got online with with people. But, you know, I think, I think the main... I mean, I could be wrong, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the main platform for that sort of thing, like the bullying, is Twitter. It just seems to be the most toxic environment. It's, it's absolutely everywhere. Yeah, you find it absolutely everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Instagram. If they, even yeah, if they've got YouTube channel. Even YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Abs- you're absolutely right. Yeah. Even YouTube. It's And the thing is with this, I mean, the Hannah Kimura thing wasn't even necessarily from the IWC. It's not fair to pin that on wrestling fans. This was wholly... Uh, sorry, I should say this was mainly as a result of her appearance on a popular TV show that aired in Japan called Terrace House. Uh, it's not too dissimilar from what we have over here in the UK, Big Brother. Um, right. and, and I think in the US as well. Um, the idea is that I think you have uh, it's, it's six males and six females and they're in there basically looking for a romance. They're looking for love. And the problem was is that from, from what I understand of what happened was that um, one of the guys there had put her wrestling gear in the washing machine and it shrunk it or it, it damaged it in some form and and the wrestling gear was really sentimental for her because i think i could be wrong with this i think it was what she wore in the tokyo dome right yeah but it had it had sentimental value so of course she's very upset about it the way that she was then acting towards this male participant in the show was what then caused her to receive this backlash the problem is is that she was being told by the studio execs to basically push on it because of course with reality tv you, you need the ratings don't you that's what it's about yeah of course it's yeah. to do with that but the problem is is that you then step you have to step back into real life just like you do with wrestling you're performing a character on tv and then you step back into your real life but of course for whatever reason whether you're a wrestling fan or, or just a fan of of any type of program sometimes it's so difficult for some reason for people to be able to separate a character from the real life human being. Yeah. And she was receiving death threats. She was dece- she was receiving threats in general, really hurtful comments. Yeah, I saw and some of them on Twitter and it's just absolutely disgusting. Like it, it it's, it's awful. Just, it's unspeakable really. And it just you know, it it just makes me lose faith in the human race, to be honest with you. The, to put into perspective, this was what uh Kimura had tweeted. Um, this was just hours before she passed away. She tweeted, Every day I receive nearly 100 honest opinions and I cannot deny that I get hurt. That's heartbreaking. That is honestly heartbreaking that she's she's taken to Twitter hours before she's taken her own life and she's saying it's 100. It's about 100 people, 100 comments every day. And I, I mean, take a break from from social media, and a lot of people do, but you know it's there, yeah, and you're going to yeah. come back to it. Yeah, it's awful. How can that be avoided, though? How can something like that be avoided? 
Well, this is the thing. I mean, that's why that's going back to what I said earlier. I don't think you'll ever stop it, which is, you know, probably the one of the most disgusting things because of the way the internet works and obviously the way social media works. You can, you can, you know, you can get the people that run it to delete comments or you can get them to ban people, but then you can just go and make another account in seconds and be doing it again. Yeah. It's just, that, that's the problem. It's just, I don't think people understand what they say has that much of an impact on somebody else. And this is a thing mm. about, this is the thing about mental health is that just because other people from the outside can't see it, don't mean it's not there. And that's, you know, that's one of the big things. And a lot of people that, that don't suffer from it or that have never suffered from any sort of mental illness is the fact that just because you can't see it or just because somebody looks happy from the outside doesn't mean anything, you know? And that's the thing. People that people that have never suffered from anything like that don't understand. No. So I think you, no. that, that's, that's, the, that's the problem. The thing is, though, I, I, I can... I can sympathise with it to a degree. If if people have never, if, if you're somebody that's never had any mental health issues, then it's going to be difficult sometimes for you to be able to put yourself in that person's shoes. So I completely understand that. Oh yeah, but I, I mean, the at the comes, same time, though, there's no need to, you know. No, well, of course not. Yeah, it's, it's, exactly, it's about yeah. gen, general decency yeah. of just being kinder to each other. It goes but back to the old saying as a generation. It, like, it goes back to the old saying of if you've got nothing nice to say, then just don't say anything at all. Well, of course, I know. But it, do, do you guys, do you guys yeah. think it's a generation thing? It could be. I mean, it just seems that, you know, people have become colder. Yeah. To each other. And I, th- and I think for all the good that online uh, and expanding that kind of technology has done and bringing the world closer together, unfortunately, you know, the, the term keyboard warrior. Yeah. It's so common and it's so yeah. true. It the is. thing is, what you're saying there about you're not able to see sometimes behind somebody's smile and how they really feel... You're not able to see anything from behind the keyboard. Yeah. It's just you and your thoughts and you can type them away and then they're off. Now, the thing is, you might not give that a second thought after you've sent it, but that could now play on somebody's mind for hours, weeks. You know, it could it can yeah. do sometimes irreversible damage. 100%. 100%. I, I, I could not agree more. You've hit the nail on the head there. That's this, this is the problem. Yeah. And, and I think this is why the awareness, and that's what the key word is, awareness, just be aware, you know, you don't even need to put this just aside by bullying or just bullying in general. And what you're saying, Jay, the unfortunate reality is that it's going to be very difficult to really completely ever oust bullying. Yeah. I'm not trying to say we shouldn't try, though. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't try. Oh, yeah. There should be as many people as possible doing their best to raise the awareness. But unfortunately, you know, it's not uh, targeting like the young a younger generation, but it tends to be more common within teens. And it's because I don't think, because they, you know, adolescents are are a bit more unforgiving, I think. And you think back to when we were at school, and like we're saying there, even with the bullying receiving just from liking wrestling. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, teenagers and kids are kind of cruel, to be honest. So, yeah, yeah. that's, a lot of it can start there, but it's not just adolescents. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It, it can be people... It could be people our age, you know. It could be people. Sometimes it's people older than our age. It could be people, people in their forties, you know, in their fifties. It's and what does that say? Yeah, exactly. Honestly, what does that yeah. say? Yeah, could the kids you know. have got this from their parents? Say, be- yeah. I mean, that again. It, yeah, I mean, you know, you, you can't. Everyone's different. You don't know everyone's story, but at the same time, you know, they've got have got that sort of 
nasty nastiness, you know, that sort of attitude from somewhere. So you see to say these kids aren't being abused themselves and want to take it out. That that's behind closed doors. Yeah. Once again, you can't no. see those things. But but they again, though, if, if that's the case, that's no excuse to go and make somebody else feel shit at the same time. But why? I'm gonna say because um, why would you do this to someone you don't like in the first place? Exactly. Why would you even take the time to go on to someone's social media that you don't like and actually take the time to write something nasty yeah. or not just. You know, just why, why you even go there in the first place? All the people I've added on Twitter and all that is because I like the, the rest of them or I like their personality. I'm not going to... Yeah, and I think that yeah. I think that's the thing. that They're going there for the sole purpose of making that person feel shit. It's like I mentioned before, um, when... Why would you go on someone's YouTube video? Because because you can. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really kind of... The thing is, if... To the other side of this token, though, if if you really pull pull it back as far as you can, to the same time, although most people have been a victim of online bullying at some point or another, it's also probably safe to assume that we've also been the bullies at certain points. Yeah, probably. It, to be completely honest, and and that's how easy I think sometimes it is to just not take a second to take a step back and just think before I say anything is it the right thing to say? Yeah. I think sometimes with age, it can be a bit easier because you can, you know, I think more life experiences, you can tend to be a bit more... I mean, I'm, I'm a firm believer in that uh, still mouth keeps a wise head. So if you can, you know, sometimes... Just always think about what you're going to say before you say it. Yeah. Um, I don't always do that even on the podcast. Sometimes I come out with just utter shit. <laughs> I mean, I got Velveteen Dream's real name wrong last week. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. I did, yeah. I called him um, Patrick Clark Duncan, and his name's Patrick Clark. He's Patrick Clark Jr. But you know what I did that, didn't you? Because we did the Scorpion King review, and I had Michael Clark Duncan in my head. Yeah. I had Clark Duncan <laughs> in my head, and, I was, and it just came out like that. You know, mistakes like those happen. But. Well, plus... One thing is, it's easier to do it on a keyboard than it is to say it to their face. Yeah, but but this is a thing. Like, even if you're, as, as going back to what Russ said about um, just thinking about what you're saying, even if you're not like intentionally going out to hurt someone's feelings or to write something nasty, it could always happen. Like, even if like even if it's unintentional, it could still be. You know that that whatever you say could be playing on someone's mind for weeks or months or anything. So yes, as as Russ said, you, you really you know you really should be thinking about what you what you're saying before you press enter and post it. You know, it's just in terms of you know not just Hannah Kimura and Hannah Kimura was a, a absolute tra- uh, an absolute tragedy. Um, I can't believe that was this year. Yeah. No, I know it's 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 just so so sad. Let's take a look now at Nia Jax. Now, when we're talking about social media and we're talking about going on somebody's profile to leave negative comments, Nia Jax, let's call it what it is, she's long now been synonymous with being unsafe. That's the quote-unquote, is that she's an unsafe worker. Injury after injury. She injured Becky Lynch. She injured uh, Kyrie Sane on multiple occasions. Yeah. She injured. Uh, she dropped that time. She dropped Oscar on her back when it should have been a backbreaker. Um, you name it. There's been so many. She dropped Charlotte on her head. Dropped Charlotte on her head. Unsafe worker or not, be that as it may, it does not give 
anybody out there the right to go onto their social media or, or in, in, in any form, verbal or written or anything, to go onto to their space, whether it's social media or, or otherwise, and start pointing towards her weight. Yeah. And calling her fat. Because that's got absolutely nothing to do with it. No. No. That's just using hateful speech to further back up the fact that you're not happy with somebody. It has nothing to do with them being a safe worker. The thing is, I'm all for constructive feedback and constructive speech. If you was to go into someone and just say, look, I'm, you know, I really want to enjoy watching the product, but I feel like, you know, you're really not being safe here. If you really feel that you have to put something Keep it constructive. Don't or, bring or a weight into it. Don't yeah, bring a looks into like it. At least, you know, so as you said, if you have to say something, at least keep it on topic. Of course. Because, that, you know, that, that's just, that's just literally insulting someone over the way they look because you don't like what they're doing in the ring. And, like, that's, and that's common when it comes to your, your angry with somebody. Yeah. And we've all been there. You can be angry. Yeah. And then you start, you know, you've got something that you're you angry go about. And the first it, thing that you can see. Yeah, of course it is. You can be, you can be upset with a booking decision, but that doesn't make a difference <clears throat> to the wrestler. Well, this is, you know, people saying, oh, well, WWE's shit, this, that, and the other. Let's wait till Vince is dead. I mean, it's, do you know what? A lot of people have all said it. And sometimes it's just meant as a joke, and, and I get that. And there, there is such a thing as a dark sense of humour. But the thing is, if you're really pushing that sort of thing online to other people, it's not nice. No. It really isn't nice at all. I just don't feel that... I feel if you have to say something and you feel like you have to say something, make it constructive. I don't really think sometimes you have to say anything, though. More often than not, I don't think you need to say anything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think anyone needs to go out there and say, Nia Jax... You know, fucking me sat here at home needs to go on social media and go, Nia Jax, you're an unsafe worker. I don't like you in the ring. You hurt people. You should go to Performance Centre. You should take time out of the TV product, train more. And I'm sat on my sofa and I've taken maybe four or five training lessons in my life and never had a professional match. But I'm going to go online and tell Nia Jax how she should wrestle. Oh, come on. Do you know what I mean? That's one of the biggest problems, and it's what you guys said earlier about wrestling fans being quite... I don't think you said entitled, but that's sometimes how I feel it is with those types of fans. Not every fan, yeah, but you can see why They're, sometimes... A lot of people think that they know best, as Ash said earlier. That's it. And I think you can see why sometimes that the talent themselves have to kind of block people out, have to block the fans out. Yeah, uh, and, I think, and I can I understand is, why as well. Yeah. Yeah, true. But, but, Natalia is another example here. Um, she's done her best to be blocking out online bullying, but she's another one. Receives a lot of hate from people. And again, a lot of it is to do with her looks sometimes. What's wrong with Natalia's looks? I think she looks all right. I think she's fine. Beautiful woman. Yeah. Nia yeah. Jax is a beautiful woman. You know, let's let's just be honest. Okay, is Nia Jax a bigger woman? Yes, she's a bigger woman in comparison to a lot of other women on that roster. Nothing wrong. Why does that mean she's exactly, ugly? But why does that make a difference? So it shouldn't make any difference, should <laughs> it? Exactly. And it's nobody else's business. Yeah. If Nia Jax is happy with herself, and again, you're never going to know if she's really truly happy within herself. So just watch your mouths and watch what Unless you say. Not. But the thing is... No, go on. No, you, go, mate. She, you go. I know Nia Jax isn't like most girls, but... <laughs> That's a king. <laughs> always got to quote the. You've always got to quote the intro music. Well, haven't you? Well, I haven't sang yet. So no. <laughs> you can sing it if you want. I don't know. The rest yeah, of sing it. it. Can I say? Can I say anything about Nia Jax? 
No. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, you just, can. It, just quickly that uh, there was a picture of her in a bikini, and they got a lot of nice comments said about her. So there is some nice stuff there to say that's been said about her. Absolutely, it, it's just they they in the grand scheme, you know, the haters and the hate comments. It is a, it is a minority in a way. You know, it's it's probably five percent of the you know, or ten percent of the entire sort of wrestling community. I don't know the figures exactly, but yeah, and you know, it's it's them sort of people that spoil it for everyone else. Yeah. Well, of course, and those positive comments are great, but the, the problem is, is that it, negativity jumps out more. It always has done. Yeah. Yeah. You're more likely to go and leave a review for somewhere, you know, if you've had a bad experience there. Yeah. As opposed to a positive one, and, or, or more yeah. more likely than not, that's what you you know because you you're fueled by anger, and you're always gonna you're always gonna remember a hate comment than a nice one. Oh, true. Yeah, you know it's it's just more common, isn't it, for people to be fueled by negative thoughts and then you know to go and voice your opinions in that way. But again, it should always just be constructive. It seems like when it comes to like bad comments or negativity it seems like them sort of people will target any kind of little thing if they see any little weakness they'll yeah. go for it straight away yeah but that, and that's but that's kind of how the bullying thing works right yeah and the thing is i think it comes down to ultimately people just need to learn we all need to do better to be a little bit kinder to each other yeah to be more thoughtful for what we say for each other some people have that down more than others, but that doesn't mean that, you know, that person never upsets anyone else. I don't think most people don't go out to deliberately upset people. I mean, I'll, I'll just sort of say, though, like, us three ain't perfect. You know, we've, you know, we've probably said stuff, even to each other, probably, that have, you know, ups, like, upset each other or whatever. You know, we ain't perfect, so, yeah. you know. But what we think, think is funny or clever, we... And someone else might not get it that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's the thing. Knowing your audience is, is the kind of term for that, I'd say. When you're friends and you've been friends for such a long time, like we all have, we can say things to each other that to, you know, a stranger would be probably quite rude. Yeah. And could be quite offensive. But we've all known each other. I mean, let's, and, and let's not, you know, sugarcoat it up. Anybody listening out there, you know exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> you've got your friendship groups. You know exactly what that's like. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. But... When it comes to the actual cyberbullying element itself, like we said, it's just too easy to do it. And do you know what? Sometimes the high road isn't you going out there to voice your opinion because your opinion is what matters. I'll be honest with you, everybody's voice matters. But your opinion about, you know, especially if you're telling people to go kill themselves, that ain't opinion. Yeah, that's, that's just, just like fucking... You, you need help. Yeah, yeah. That's just... That's just hate for the sake of hate, and it's just wrong. It's completely wrong, and I just, I don't understand why. And this is the thing, the people that spread that sort of hate, I don't know how they can sleep at night, to be honest. I, I, I just, I don't get onto them, because there's no, there's just, there's actually no need for it. I mean, I can't, if anyone out there that's listening to this can give me a valid reason as to why someone would need to go out their way to go to someone's social media or whatever and tell them to go and kill themselves then I would really, really like to know that that reason because I honestly don't think... I don't think there, anyone there, could say... Because there isn't one. Exactly. Yeah. There isn't one. There is no good reason to ever be like that. And this doesn't even really just go for wrestling anymore. Um, look, celebrities... And we, we've sort of said a, a bit about this in other episodes anyway, but celebrities in general 
are so prone to be getting high volumes of abuse from the general public and from so-called fans because they're in the public eye. Yeah, more famous than more trouble. Yeah, exactly. And it's a lot easier to, you know, because they're in the public eye, you, you can pretty much find them anywhere, you know. And, and because they're in the public eye, you, you well, you think, air quote, think, that you know, you know, their whole life as well. So, it's you know, it's easy for anyone to comment going, oh, you know, this, that, the other, oh, you did this, you're this, you're that. But at the end of the day, it's their life, you know. Yeah. <laughs> if you've got an opinion about it, you can, you're can. you more than welcome to have an opinion about it, but there's no need to go and plaster it all over social media so everyone else can see it as well. Yeah, especially if you... Yeah, especially you read things on the internet about a certain person and you think it's true. Nine times out of ten, mm. it ends. Yeah. What, what I think is a part of that is that I think a lot of it comes down to this whole... Like, it's freedom of speech. So you can, you know, you're entitled to say what you want. And, I, and I'm all for that. I am. I mean, we do a podcast. We have perfect freedom of speech here. But just because you can... Doesn't mean you should. Doesn't mean you should. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know... Just because you have the right to say something doesn't mean that you should say it. And sometimes doesn't mean that you do have the right to say that. Because if freedom of speech is the biggest and most highest priority to you, and you put your freedom of speech above the well-being of somebody else, somebody else's life, I mean, really, come on, you've got to look at your priorities. Yeah. If being able to say whatever you want is more more important than the way that this person feels and potentially them then even taking their own life... I'm sorry, but that's priorities are in the wrong place. And, you know, it's a sombre episode, this one. And we'll, we'll probably wrap this up yeah. uh, soon. But we, we do, we just wanted to sort of just talk about this and shed some light on it because there's no reason, as Jay said, as Ash has said, we all agree on it and you guys listening agree with it. There's no reason for any of this to ever happen. Let's all be kinder to each other. Let's all be more thoughtful. And let's just be wrestling fans. You don't have to like everything that you see. You don't have to like everyone in the ring. But you know what? Let's just be wrestling fans. Yeah. And enjoy what we watch. Yeah. And bef- before we wrap up, I just w- just want to say, you know, a little a little keynote is that if you are suffering with some sort of mental illness and you are struggling, although if you feel like you're completely on your own and nobody cares, people do care whether you can see that or not, and that. Although mental illness does need a lot more awareness and it needs a lot more um, exposure than anything else, there are still places that you can go and there are still groups that you can reach out to and talk to if you're feeling low. Um, Absolutely. And, you know, I think there's, although as bad as it seems, there's no reason to take your own life. That's literally like the number one thing is that as, as much as, you're feeling bad, like in that moment, it will get better. I don't know if you're gonna. So uh, you know, I mean, there are there are places that you can go, and there are things that you can seek out and speak to. You know, there's there's no. I don't think there's any reason to take your own life. If this has helped you in any way whatsoever, then you know that's a that's that's a that's enough for me. If, if even if what we've said has helped just one person, then that's enough for me. Yeah. You know, as I said, you know, you know, at one point or another, we've all 
experience sort of some sort of mental health issues and stuff so you know i mean we could probably sympathize and you know we sort of to an extent might know what you're going through as well so i'm, I'm not i'm not calling friends. us i'm not calling us a samaritans but i mean <laughs> if you well are we good this will be this we just, this, we just want to be fans yeah. don't we we just all want to be fans together we want to hear from you guys like we said in the nxt review you know if you've got if you disagree with with stuff Let's talk about it. It's good. I like to hear other people's opinions. Yeah. But, you know, cyberbullying, it needs to end. I know it's it's very, very difficult for something like this. Because the world's population grows, technology grows, and the more that both grow, the more you get of everything. That's the problem. Yeah. It, but it doesn't mean that people should stop trying to put it out for good. Absolutely. And as Jay said there, look, there's there's places you can go. Um, if you are a victim of cyberbullying, and you do feel that, um, please, you know, especially if you're being targeted, just please reach out. Don't reach keep out. Keep it to yourself. You just inform local authorities. You know, let people know. Keep the screenshots. Keep messages and anything like that. Cyberbullying is a crime. Ultimately, at the end of the day, and like any other crime, if it took place, you'd report it. So, look, you know, if you really, really feel that you're a victim. Please make sure you go report it. No one has to suffer. Celebrities don't have to suffer. And do you know what? Look, look at these people, your examples. Even Brandy Rhodes deleted her social media for a short while um, because she was receiving racist comments. Racist comments. And you see it all over the place, even now, on social media for everything. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it honestly boggles my mind that we're still in a place where we can look at someone's weight and appearance and the colour of their skin and bully somebody for that. Yeah. 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 It just makes no sense to me. But helps out there, guys, and, you know, make sure you get it. But we hope, you know, we, we just want to spread the awareness. One thing I'd like to add about the side of the thing is I've never understood myself why anyone would attack a wrestler because nine times out of ten they'll probably kick the shit out of you. Well, yeah, this is, a, and that's why they do it over keyboard. Keyboard warrior, yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. Especially if it's a woman and a woman like Lana, who's married to Rusev uh, uh, slash Miro. Miro. <laughs> it's like, have you not seen this guy? He can probably kick the shit out of you. It's a tank, isn't it? I, I th- it's an absolute tank. I think the examples, the examples we've given, unfortunately. They are all women. Yeah. But let's be honest, it's, it seems to be... It, it isn't just women. Yeah, but it, but it seems to be that women are the main target for it. Well, and what does that say, really? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, guys, listen, hopefully, once again, um, if this can help anybody, like Jay said, even if it's one person, that's... Well, we're over the moon with that. Um, but yeah, listen, if you if you feel that maybe you are one of them, then hopefully this just you know gives you some time to think about it you know th- just think just think next time before you speak before you say anything like we said be kinder be safe don't try it at home don't try it at home <laughs> yeah, for referees EMT referees down <laughs> they should how do you learn a lord they, how you learn to fall off a 20 foot ladder but they should <laughs> they should do something about that on the TV like, the ad breaks like don't do cyber bullying. Just don't try this at home. Because most of us have been bullied. But you're rainless. Come on. Well, I mean, especially with the, the be a star thing, I think... Oh, yeah, be the star. Know. That's great, isn't it? Especially when it's always heels that do it. Wow. <laughs> 
Yeah, so uh, yeah, so we've been the three men. Uh, I'm Jay. I have been. I probably still will be. I'm always Ashley, so uh, I'm lucky. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm Russ. Jay, where can the good folks find us? Well, yeah, I mean, if, if you want to find us, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, uh, Amazon. Hang on, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do you reckon Ash can repeat? Ash, can you tell us every single place where we distribute the podcast? I don't think even I could say. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Can I? I reckon he's got this. Right, Come on, on. You're breaking up. If you're you breaking get this, up. You I can't w- hear you. Breaking up. All right. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. <laughs> Where's he? on. And <laughs> That's really convincing, to be honest. But that's that's how you speak. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We're on MySpace. MySpace, Bebo. <laughs> well, yeah, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify. No, Jay's done there. Where, he, where can they get the pot there? Hang on. Where do we distribute the podcast? Online. <laughs> <laughs> Until then, stay safe, stay well, stay frosty. Keep it real. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again, guys. Peace out. See you later. One four. Three men, three men. One four, one four. I did it. I did it for the people. For the people.